Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. In case you haven't already heard, our Cracked Rackets team is amped to be on the grounds next week at the inaugural Cranbrook Tennis Classic, better known to many of you as the Bloomfield Hills Challenger. Not only are we excited to do all the things we do when we're on the grounds at an event, we'll try our best to speak with every player in both the singles and doubles draws. We'll offer you updates on everything that happens throughout the course of the week on the grounds, but more personally, I am particularly excited for this event because it's taken place 12 minutes from my parents' house, and to be able to bring pro tennis back to my community, that's why we started Cracked Rackets, to have the opportunity to participate in things like this. It is going to be a special week. Certainly, our content will reflect that fact, and hopefully, 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 knock on wood, I will have the opportunity to, of course, speak with the biggest draw at the event, Kei Nishikori, whether it's him, NCAA champion Ethan Quinn, guys like Andrew Fenty, Elliot Spaziri, Nishesh Basavaretti, our guy, Alexi Galarno, Stevie Johnson. We're going to get to see all of our favorites here at Cracked Rackets over the course of the next week. And again, our content will reflect as much. Be on the lookout for mini break podcasts, Cracked Interviews podcasts, video podcasts up on our YouTube channel channel. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to generate a lot of content that we know all of you listeners are going to enjoy. Of course, Wimbledon's coming up as well, and we'll keep you covered for all things happening Wimbledon also. But again, we are amped to be on the grounds at the Cranbrook Tennis Classic at this Bloomfield Hills Challenger event. And as such, to prepare all of you listeners for this upcoming event, I am so fortunate to have joining me on the show today two of the co-directors of the upcoming Cranbrook Tennis Classic, Alex DeMuth and Giovanni Lapenti, join me on today's show to offer all of you listeners a candid look at everything it takes behind the scenes to put together this Challenger event. How do you ensure players are going to show up? How do you ensure it's an entertaining field for all the fans you hope attend? How do you ensure those fans that do attend have the sort of experience that will have them just begging to come back another day, begging for more opportunities for pro tennis in their communities. We get into the nitty and gritty. It's a fantastic conversation that I am certain all of you listeners are going to enjoy. Of course, I also had the opportunity to speak with the third co-director of the Cranbrook Tennis Classic, David DeMuth, a little earlier in the month. So if you want to learn more about this event, be sure to check out both this podcast and the podcast with David DeMuth. Of course, before we get to today's conversation, I do want to let you all know about everything else happening at Cracked Rackets. Wimbledon previews available over on the Great Shot podcast feed. Recaps of this final week of grass court. Warm-ups available on the Mini Break podcast feed. All of that content available wherever you listen to your podcasts or on our website, CrackedRackets.com. Of course, a shout-out as always to the support we get from our friends at Turna here on this show. And look, Turna synonymous with success in the tennis industry. There's a reason they have a monopoly on all things grips and look, that's not all they do. If you want to learn more about the Turna brand, how they have built themselves into the powerhouse they are today, how they see their plans for the future going, go check out our conversation with Turna Vice President Kevin Nitsich. Uh, I promise that's another one you all will enjoy. But first and foremost, of course, a massive thank you to our friends at Turna for their support of this show. And look, you all know where to find Turna. You know why you'd use it. It's the best in the business. Simply put, we appreciate their support. The least you can do, support them by buying Turna whenever you are purchasing or upgrading your tennis equipment. But 
With all that said, let's get to today's conversation. A fantastic interview with Cranbrook Tennis Classic co-directors Alex DeMuth and Giovanni Lapenti. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Joining us on the podcast today for the first time are two of the men responsible for putting together next week's Cranbrook Tennis Classic, an inaugural challenger event happening in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Let's start with the man you all will know as the marketing and co-director of this Cranbrook Tennis Classic, a former NCAA tennis player himself. Welcome on to our show, Alex DeMuth. Alex, how are you doing today? I'm great. Yeah, pumped to be here. Pumped to be putting on a, a cool challenger event next week. Yeah, so it's all no, good. I love to hear it. We love to have you joining us, of course, as well. The man in charge of player uh, relations and co-director of the upcoming Cranbrook Tennis Classic. Of course, you may also form, know him as a former 12-time ATP Challenger winner, former ATP number 110. Welcome on to our show, Giovanni Lapenti. Uh, excuse me. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having us. Um, you know, amazing experience. First time in this role. Uh, super excited and grateful for the opportunity, uh, you know, that David and Alex have given me to be part of this. And, uh, you know, super excited. Can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, I appreciate both of you guys taking the time to join us. Obviously, our Crack Rackets team is amped to be able to be on the grounds at Cranbrook for this event. And I want to start with you, Alex, because, you know, you and I are both Southeast Michigan guys, and we know there has just not been a ton of pro tennis in Southeast Michigan over the years. To be a part of bringing back this event, to be able to do it at a facility like Cranbrook, you know, what does that mean to you? And what has that process been like? Yeah, look, uh, it means everything. It's been an amazing experience, like Giovanni said. Um, you know, I think pro tennis is something that the area is definitely missing. We have every single sport you can imagine, PGA tournament this weekend. Um, but pro tennis is something that that seemed to be missing for us. And we think that matching that with the uh, the vibrant tennis community that that is in Southeast Michigan should make for a really good event. Um, and so, you know, I, I actually grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, but I came up here a, a decent amount as a kid. So I sort of consider myself a, a Detroit transplant, um, certainly a, a, a Rust Belt uh, inhabitant my whole life. Um, but yeah, pro tennis, you know, look, we have Cincinnati, um, maybe just for a couple more years. Um, but I think as well, in addition to that, I think uh, providing people with the opportunities to, to go to a pro tennis tournament, see what it's really like these guys to hit especially for young kids and, and aspiring players um on a budget that that doesn't quite uh require as much money as maybe uh going to a new york city for the u.s open or london or wherever it is um 
uh, I think that's that's really uh, invaluable for the community, and it's something that we're hoping to make uh, be a lasting impact. Um, and then the process has been uh, it's been a little crazy. Like, look, we don't we don't do this all the time. Um, my father and I were marketers by by trade, um, so we know how to get the word out. We know how to promote things. We know how to get sponsors in, get the good players in, um, and sort of create the aura of good events and create the excitement. Um, but what we've been learning along the way is sort of the operations and all the, the nitty gritty details, getting all the signs made, uh, making sure uh, there's, um, you know, making sure the players know where they're going, making sure uh, we have volunteers to man the events and really be there and sort of be stewards of the events and guide everyone and and really create something that's that's uh, an experience that we hope that goes beyond the courts. Um, you know, we're going to have a, th- a couple more things beyond just the tennis we have a tennis simulator. We have food trucks. We have smoothies. We have a couple sponsor booths that are going to be fun to, to engage with. Um, so it's going to be a really great event. And a lot of work has gone into it. And a lot of people have helped along the way. So um, we're excited to see it all, all come to fruition here. Now, that, first of all, we're happy to accept you as a Southeast Michigan transplant. Let the record show yeah. for part A. Uh, B, I'm a Michigan fan, so it's yeah. all good. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. But I think B... To your point, the hardest part, knowing Cranbrook the way I do, might just be finding the courts in the back. Because once you find them, God, are they beautiful. And, you know, again, getting into that Cranbrook facility, being able to see the brand new courts, hearing that there's going to be food trucks and just all these different things. It's an all-encompassing atmosphere. And I want to go to you next, Giovanni, because obviously you've traveled the world. You've gotten to play all sorts of different challenger events. I'm curious, A, what it's been like for you to be on the management side of things, but B, talk a little bit about how, to Alex's point, this challenger will be different than every other challenger you might see. Okay, well, yeah, first of all, it's it's a great experience still, you know, starting, you know, the players are arriving, you know, starting to to see them, some of them that I've seen, I haven't seen for a while, some of them, like, I'm meeting right now, but, like, it's a great experience. I'm super excited, you know, completely different from being a player. Um, and how I think it differs from other events, I think because because they care, you know, like Alex and David has put everything into into this, like Alex just said, to make it a, a, an experience, not only just a tournament, but like a, a very nice experience for each player. Every single detail has been looked at uh, or tried to, to improve as they go. And, and you know, for, for it being, you know, the first time so far, it looks like they've been, they're been doing it for a while you know i walked into that facility one day and it was i think 9 a.m nothing was there 3 p.m tents here all the backboards are done every single little detail looked at trying to improve things so those things are are why i think is going to be different from other tournaments especially challenger tour events and i think uh players are going to be super happy to be here yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I do, I want to come back to you in a second, Alex, but Giovanni, I'm curious, just on the most superficial of levels, how do the courts at Cranbrook compare to your typical challenger courts? Because I have seen this new facility and it is just out of this world from an eye test perspective. I'm curious what it's like as a player to get to approach it. Yeah, so the facility is amazing. Um, and, and that makes it super special. Um, in terms of the courts, there's, it depends where there's challengers where the courts are really bad, mm-hmm. but there's also challengers that are played at other like, uh, universities throughout the country, 
or sometimes in like very nice clubs in other countries. Mm-hmm. And it depends on the location, but, but these courts are just perfect. The way the setup is nice, the way you can engage uh, the crowd with the players, with how the stands are set. I mean, I think, I think it just makes it special. It's, it's like cozy, you know? Yeah. Now, that's what we're hoping for. And that intimacy, Alex, how much was that something you, your dad, as you're putting together all the volunteers this event, that is something you are trying to stress, right, in trying to in- engage the fan in that fan experience? Yeah, look, um, it's not the biggest facility in the world by any means. Um, but, yeah, the the word intimate, the word uh, I haven't heard cozy yet, but that's a good one. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it'll be it'll be it won't be tight by any means, but, you know, you'll be right there watching the players, which I think is part of the charm of some of the best tournaments in the world. Um you know, Cincinnati is a ma- is a really great example because mm-hmm. you're there. You get to the, watch the the players practice. You walk. You turn one way. Someone's practicing the other one. The other way. You're watching a match. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, being able to be up close and personal with the players, seeing how hard they're hitting the ball, seeing the spin, all that stuff, it makes the it makes all the difference in the world. I think uh, for the fans. And so, yeah, it'll be intimate, uh, but it'll be comfortable and it'll be uh, a lot of really great tennis. And um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll be good. Now we are looking forward to being there again. The event starting this upcoming, I guess, Sunday with qualifying. But of course, I think main dry action gets underway Monday. And, you know, that's when our crack rackets on ground coverage will get rolling as well. And, you know, you talk about the tennis we expect to see. I'll start with you, Alex. First of all, the prospect of like, wandering to Leo's in Birmingham at 2.30 and seeing Kei Nishikori is just something I'm praying happens to someone at some point throughout the course yeah. of the week. But talk to me about the field. Talk to me about what fans who do choose to come to Cranbrook this week can uh, expect to see. Yeah, look, of course, uh, Kei Nishikori's sort of been our headline. He's our main draw, one of our main draw wild cards. Um, beyond that, a lot of really amazing co- current and former college players. We got Stevie Johnson, probably the goat of college tennis. Uh, I don't know if that's an argument these days. Um, we got Stevie Johnson coming. Um, let's see, Ethan Quinn, the recent NCAA champion, singles champion. It'll be his first tournament as a, an official pro, which I think is is a cool milestone, especially for us as a first year tournament. Uh, getting people to be, get to see get to see him in his first real pro tournament uh, as a professional. Um, then a lot of really great Americans, uh, Dennis Kudla, um, let's see who else, um, Dennis Kudla, Elliot Spaziri, he's, uh, he's in the main draws uh, as a college player. Um, we love that the ITA and the ATP have this new program that gets the, uh, the player college players into the main draws and qualifying of the, um, of the challenger tour events. We had Nishesh Basava ready. Mm-hmm. Another really great uh, U.S. Open junior doubles champion, Stanford freshman, upcoming sophomore, really great player. Ozan Baris, uh, Okmos native. He'll be coming down. The Spartan will be coming down to play in qualifying. Andres Martin, uh, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. He has another qualifying wild card. Martin Dam, another qualifying player. Um, and then beyond that, yeah, a lot of really great international players. We have players coming from all over. James Duckworth should be the number one seed. It's about 105 in the world right now, I think. Uh, so that's a you know that's a top tier player, I think. Um, and then players coming from Japan, Asia, Australia, India. Uh, I don't think we have many Europeans. Oh, we actually have um, Giovanni Pericard. Uh, the he's a six foot eight young man out of France. 
who uh, absolutely bangs the ball, and we we're excited to see him play as well. Mm-hmm. If it's a Giovanni versus Giovanni battle That's right cool now, name. we take cool it. Name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. And you know, to hear all of those names, you know, Martin and. Osan Barris obviously coming from state and I'm telling all of you fans now if you haven't watched Nishesh Basavaretti hit backhands you're going to watch him hit two backhands and you say yep I'm in on this kid like this is someone <laughs> to watch moving forward and you know Giovanni you played a bunch of challengers obviously you're very familiar with the level and as much as we have tried to sell that level here at Crack Rackets over the years I just think listeners are more likely to listen to a former player and tournament co-director Talk to me about the level we can expect to see at the Challenger throughout the week. And, you know, again, how close these guys are to the players playing 250s, 500s, Wimbledon every week. What can we expect at Cranbrook? Well, I think the level is going to be a very high level of tennis. You know, we have uh, very a lot of uh, high-quality players. Uh, some of them upcoming, some of them have been there for a while. Some of them returning from injuries like Kay's right now. Uh, but obviously, he just won a tournament, so he must be uh, feeling good about himself. Um, I think uh, the thing that differs from the challengers to the 250s or Grand Slams are not so much in the level of play that, uh, that you will see the way they hit the ball, how hard they hit the ball, how hard they serve, or how they move. It's more mental, you know, like how you play when you are 4 all, 30 all. Or, or when you're in those moments. I think that's the big difference. If you see any of these guys, uh, maybe face a guy that is top 50, top 30, I think that's when the difference comes. Like uh, a top 30 guy will give you maybe one chance per set or maybe two chances per set to, to have an opportunity to win the set. Sometimes in the challenger levels, the concentration or the experience is not there yet, so they give you, they give you more opportunities. And, that, that's, and that's, that's the difference. You know, once they, the players mature and understand they get more experience, they make less mistakes and they play better under pressure. I think that's the biggest difference. Yeah. No, again, it's going to be a pleasure to watch. And so many young players, as Alex mentioned on the Ascension, former college guys, or even a guy who I think I saw in the main draw, like a Michael Moe, right? He's not exactly old still. I guess I guess he is now 25, which isn't young. Like I have. Today. Oh, because I think he qualified for Wimbledon, if memories, or came close to it, certainly. He lost. As a lucky lo- but did he get in as a lucky loser? He would have been top of the list. Yeah, that I think he's lie. sticking around. He's sticking around yeah, London yeah. to see if he gets in. Exactly, unfortunately. But still, all of these guys, again, all rising talents, All you, you play the challenger levels to get to the slam qualifying, to get to the slams. And, you know, again, we talked earlier about the fan hospitality aspects. I'm curious, Giovanni, talking to a player, because I know you get the answers in the press, like I'm blocking out what's happening in the stands. I'm trying to focus on the match, trying to focus on the point. But for those fans who may plan on attending Cranbrook, my question to you is, as a player, would you rather have a dead crowd and just, you know, a low energy affair or a really rowdy crowd rooting against you? And the reason I bring that up is to say to all those fans who attend at Cranbrook, wouldn't your recommendation as a former player be, look, just be loud. Like, I don't care who you're cheering for. Make it a special environment for these players. Is there something to that? I think I think it depends on the player. If it was me, I would choose the crowd. Yeah. I, I, I don't care if I have it with me or against me. Yeah. Uh, but I prefer the crowd rather than a, than a, than a, than a silent, uh, empty place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that motivates me. That makes you feel good. That makes you 
you know, want to play better, want to fight harder. And I think, you know, so far, what is it? Four, four sold out days, uh, Alex? Yeah, four out of eight days are sold out right now. We're working so on adding that, some more that's seats. Amazing. But... Yeah. That's amazing. So the players, I think most of them are going to enjoy it. I think, you know, for someone like Kay uh, to, to come here and play, you know, with a, with a full capacity is going to be great. You know, he's going to make him bring the best out of him even even more, even though you know, he's, a, he's a good professional and he will do it anyways. But I think the crowd always helps. I don't know, maybe very few players prefer to play a match as a practice. You know, I wasn't one of them. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, like the, I like the crowd outside. Yeah, no, I love to hear that. And Alex, to your point, talk to me about the sold-out crowd. I know we already talked about, you know, the, the accommodations they're going to get to experience. But we uh, again, talk to me about the fan experience throughout the course of the week at Cranbrook. If you walk into those grounds, what can you expect? Yeah, look, I think uh, just in the the short sample size that I have right now, showing some people around the grounds, um, it, it's sort of like an oasis, a little tennis oasis, if, if you will. Um, you mentioned it earlier, you, you walk down a little path and all of a sudden you see these beautiful tennis courts, trees everywhere, green. It might not be quite as green as Wimbledon, um, but... You know, we're going to try and have sort of like the nice trees and everything there be a beautiful experience. Um, And then, you know, we'll have a couple of fun things to do. We have a tennis simulator, a guy named a guy called Tennis Tech, the Tennis Tech. He's coming in, bringing his tennis simulator machine so people can hit some balls. Um, Obviously, I said the food trucks earlier and whatnot. Grab some food. Can I get the smoothie? Well, as you say, what's the spread? What are we looking at? Uh, so we have anything from seafood to tacos to, um, yeah, we have a barbecue one day. We got the taco truck coming. We got the seafood truck, a lobster truck. Um, we got all sorts of things. Each day there'll be at least at least one food truck there. And then uh, during the last few days of the tournament, we'll have two trucks each day. Awesome. No, that's going to be so cool. And, yeah, I just assume they went to tennis and golf and took the simulator and just brought it to Cranbrook. That's in my head. That's how the process worked uh, on this side. And, yeah, I mean. Yeah, basically. I haven't (laughs) seen it yet, but. um... Mm -hmm. No, I'm glad to hear. The last thing I'm pitching for, Alex, is a wild card for me and you into doubles. Like, yeah, we'll lose, but we'll put on a show for for the fans. Team Alex. Yeah, exactly. If nothing else. Another another sold out day. Another sold out day for sure. Yeah, exactly. I'll definitely crack a few rackets out there. You know? that's, that's all I can ask for. No, again, if there's a really rough rain delay, that's when they call in the Alexes, and that's when we'll do a little, yeah. yeah, a little comic relief for everyone. But you know, again, Sunday to Sunday, it's going to be a really fun event, qualifying wise. And you know, again, I want to ask you, Alex, because I know you and your dad have put, you know, have already sold out tickets. You've got a lot of people committed to supporting this event. And yet for those who are perhaps hearing about it for the first time, how can they still get involved? How can they still get engaged? What can they do to, again, be a part of this Cranbrook Tennis Classic? Yeah, look, uh, there's still some tickets left for a couple of the days. Um, the first Sunday, Monday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, there's still general admission tickets. Um, you know, if anyone wants to volunteer, we're, we're trying to fill a couple volunteer roles, maybe a couple ball kids still needed. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, uh, and we're going to try and sell some tickets at the door as well. So, you know, hopefully we don't have to turn away too many people. Um, you know, it just becomes a, a capacity issue, um, especially later in the week when when there's fewer matches. So people are going to be sticking around for more of the matches. But yeah, there's tickets left. Um 
And if you're interested in volunteering or sponsoring or doing anything with the tournament, coming and taking pictures, whatever you want to do, like we want to make this a, a good experience for everyone involved. Um, and if you see something, if you see an opportunity for yourself or you see something that you want to be a part of with this, reach out. That's how most of this has come together. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's, again, what makes events like this so special is there just is an intimacy to them. And, you know, I, I know we did this a little bit earlier, but I want to uh, ask you both to do this one more time. I'll start with you, Giovanni. You Again, challenger tennis in general. For tennis fans in the Southeast Michigan area who are like, ah, oh, like I know the name Nishikori, but I've never really heard of a Quinn. I've never really heard of a Boss of Aretti or, you know, James Duckworth. Cool name, but I don't really know who that is. Make the pitch to them. Why should they come out this week? Why should they come support this Cranbrook Tennis Classic? Well, because the level of tennis is going to be great. Uh, not necessarily because you're going to have every single player in a draw you would know about, like you would with someone like Nishikori. But any of these guys that they play against K is not going to be like a 6-1, 6-1. In some cases, it could be. But it's going to be a good match. It's going to be a very high quality, you know, good fight. And uh, for the fans, that's what you want. You want good quality, good level. And the experience as a fan coming into the event is going to be amazing in, in every single aspect. You know, you're going to feel, you know, you're going to have a great time. You're going to have great food, great tennis, you know, great people around you. And uh, it's just going to be a, a very fun week for the fans. Yeah, no, we are looking forward to it. Alex, same question to you to end today's show. Make the pitch. Cranbrook Tennis Classic again, July 3rd to the 9th. Why should people be showing up here in Southeast Michigan? Yeah, uh, world-class tennis in an intimate experience, in an intimate setting, um, and a beautiful setting as well. Um, best, Some of the best tennis players in the world, you know, they might not be at Wimbledon, but these are guys who are working their way towards that, working their way towards the top. You know, every single tennis player in the top 100, the top 20, top 10, top 5 has played on the Challenger Tour. So this is a rite of passage, and... I think this is a chance to, you know, see those guys play up close and personal. It's your chance to see the next Carlos Alcaraz <laughs> or the next Novak Djokovic play before they're Carlos Alcaraz or Novak Djokovic. Mm-hmm. So it's a cool opportunity to see really great players and, you know, be right next to them. Give them a fist bump. Give them a high five. Ask for their autograph. Whatever it is, take a picture, take a selfie. You know, it'll be a fun time and uh, hopefully a really great experience for everyone involved. No, couldn't agree with you more. And by the way, the dirty secret, Southeast Michigan residents, if you want more pro tennis in our area moving forward, we got to prove the concept works. We got to make this Cranbrook Tennis Classic just oh, yeah. the event of events. Because again, this is the this is the one that opens the door for everything else we've aspired for here in Southeast Michigan. One more bonus question to you, Giovanni, because I just can't help this. I've been Spent a lot of time on the Cranbrook Tennis Classic website, and I say that affectionately because when you go to the About section of the website, you see some fascinating photos. And let me just say to both of you, better looking in person than on the website. But let me also say that the best looking photo I've seen, and I ask you this, Giovanni, first, when you see David DeMuth, do you see Dos Equis most interesting man in the world? Because that is the photo. Like, I think he might just be the Dos Equis guy. 
<laughs> I, I can yeah. confirm that he has gotten that many times. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's something yeah, else. Right. And just, you know, again, uh, I think that's why it's so easy to get the sponsors to buy in because they're like, it's the most interesting man in the world. It's the most interesting event in the world. Uh, we're all in. And I realize I forgot to ask Giovanni. Talk to me about the Palmer Park Tennis Academy and how the proceeds for this event will be, you know, why that's an important piece as well. I think it's great. Actually, we actually drove by it last night as we were heading down to, to Detroit for, for a concert. And I think it's great that, that you know, the tournament can help, uh, you know, that, that academy and, and what they do is great, you know, to help, you know, the people that don't really have the means to, to have, you know, to go to you know, being here to have private lessons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what I said when at the beginning, when I told you they care, they, they look into every little single aspect and this is one of them and a very important one. So, you know, that makes, you know, uh, the efforts that, that Alex and David uh, has been putting in the last few months even more, more important, you know, going towards, you know, the people that need it as well. Mm-hmm. Alex, same question to you. Talk to me about why that Palmer Park specifically, yeah, why that was the cause you guys grap- uh, grappled onto. Yeah, so um, Palmer Park Tennis Academy, of course, it's down in Palmer Park, Detroit, um, right on Woodward there. You know, it's funny, when I was a kid, we'd be driving down to Red Wings games or something when I'd be up here. And I always remember driving by and those courts would be packed every any time of year. Well, maybe not wintertime, but all through summertime, all fall, all spring, those courts are packed and they were decrepit. But then they got this great advocate and uh, Coach Leonore came to come in and um, help build up a bit of a tennis academy, an after-school tutoring program, and also get the funding needed to to redo the tennis courts and start redoing the whole park itself. So, you know, we're really sort of attracted to um, the cause, A, because it's amazing what they do for kids. They have a really great leader at the helm, Coach Lee. Uh, and also just what they're able to do with all the kids in the area, the in the greater Detroit area, giving them opportunities, not just on the court, but helping them out in the classroom as well. We think those types of, of opportunities are needed everywhere. And we wish we could support, you know, every single tennis, uh, tennis program out there, tennis, community tennis program. But this Palmer Park Tennis Academy is a really great one. And um, yeah, we're happy to support them. And we're happy to we're going to have them down at the tournament. The kids, they're going to be able to see the the tennis up close and personal and hopefully get inspired just like everyone else. Absolutely. And look, again, it's those sorts of causes that just make it so clear. If you're in Southeast Michigan, come to Cranbrook at some point over the next week. Come support this event and come support the efforts of these two amazing men. Again, Alex DeMuth, Giovanni Lapenti, uh, excuse me. Appreciate both of you taking the time to join us on the show here today. Appreciate all you guys have done in making this event happen. And again, our Crack Rackets team is amped to be on the grounds with you all starting next week. So thank you for taking the time to join us on the show and looking forward to being at Cranbrook for this Challenger event. Thank you, sir. We'll see you soon. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Hope all of you enjoyed my conversation with Cranbrook Tennis Classic co-directors Alex DeMuth and Giovanni Lapenti on today's show. A thank you to 
each of them for their candidness, for taking the time to speak with us. I know how busy each of them are in preparation for next week's event. So again, appreciate them taking the time to chat. Obviously, our Crack Rackets team is amped to be at the Cranbrook Tennis Classic next week. We'll be there every day covering all the action, interviews with all the players. We'll send out clips, of course, on social media. I know Super Producer Daniel Westoff, he's upgraded our equipment, so the footage we capture will be that much more exceptional, more broadly. Again, we're amped for the Cranbrook Tennis Classic. I am already back home at my parents' house, eagerly anticipating the start of the event. We'll have coverage first bottle last at, uh, at the event. And again, really looking forward to sharing what this Cranbrook Tennis Classic looks like across our Crack Rackets platforms over the next week. That said, we're well aware, Wimbledon on the horizon. It starts in less than a week. It starts next week. It starts less than four days. And so, of course, we'll have coverage of every round, every day of action of Wimbledon over on our mini break podcast feed. Previews already up on the Great Shot podcast feed. A shout out, as always, to our super producer, Daniel Westoff, for the <laughs> of an earning job he does day in, day out, making all of our content possible. A shout out as well to the support we get from our friends at Turner. Remember, be sure to try out the latest iteration of the Turner Grip, the Turner Tough grip the next time you update your equipment. And of course, you can find Turna wherever you shop for your tennis supplies. With all of that said, for my fantastic guests, Cranbrook Tennis Classic co-directors Alex DeMuth and Giovanni LaPenti, for our super producer Daniel Westoff, our friends at Turna, and from all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone.